0: Wow! Welcome to the Abroad Japan Podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going down?
1: All right, thanks. Um, very much enjoyed um, a lot of... I mean, there's so many people in Japan at the moment and they're all kind of sending me stuff. And it's lovely. It's bloody lovely, to be quite frank. So, thank you very much, too. I mean, it's mainly Coolish. It is main, <laughs> it's mainly... Um, uh, somebody sent me an actual cool video where, uh, yeah, it was um, Prince Phoenix, I believe. Um, for three years, we've heard from Mr. Pete Donaldson and Abroad in Japan about how amazing Coolish was. Um, <laughs> that, I mean... Chris is very much agnostic as to whether uh, Coolish is any good. But uh, some live reactions. Oh, God, you've got a video of it. Okay, so we are in Nara, Mr. Pete Donaldson and Chris Broad, and we decided to get some Coolish. And um, we've had
0: it before, my partner Anthony and myself. This is my best friend Sean, it's his first time, so we're going to film his reaction see what he thinks.
1: Anthony, Sean and Prince Phoenix in a shop, and they are all trying Coolish at the same time. And it's just like, lads on tour, we're all doing shots of Coolish. Shots of Coolish. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thanks for the recommendation. The best. Thanks for the recommendation. You're welcome, team. They're in Nara, and they're enjoying a little bit of uh, Coolish. I'll make sure that that's great. The, uh, the audio. But they're Nara. having a no lovely time. And, and so... They're in Nara, and they haven't coolish that
0: I'm annoyed. Nara's like a cultural capital of Japan. <laughs> you've got Buddhas, you've got temples, you've got deer that bow, and they're just like sitting in a yeah. park, drinking, sipping on the cheapest, tackiest ice cream the world has ever known. <laughs> Honestly,
1: nice, disgraceful. Nice, nice.
0: Anything more disgraceful <laughs> is what I had for dinner. I was I was in a bit of a hurry tonight, and I ordered uh, McDonald's, and I feel awful. I had so much McDonald's. Do You know when you're hungry and you're like. I'll just order everything. I just and you just keep ordering right. more yeah, yeah, yeah. and more. I over ordered order. yeah, yeah, yeah. double cheeseburger. I ordered the chicken nuggets. I ordered the shake shake chicken, which is chicken that you shake some disgusting cheese powder over.
1: Oh, some dust. Out. Yeah, <laughs> so just a d- bit of dirty dust. It's awful. And and Fantastic. Like, yeah. I don't know about
0: you, but when I eat McDonald's or something salty, I get like really weirdly puffy and I feel weird. Do you get
1: that, or am I just right. allergic
0: to? Food.
1: You might with be me? intolerant. You might be you might be absolutely doing yourself a disservice. Doing yourself ah. uh, some rough justice by eating it. Yeah, I mean to be fair, didn't you have McDonald's I had like a football Yeah, uh, I did I did yeah. quite
0: recently so I you know I do have McDonald's a bit too much. I look I'm I'm being healthy. I'm getting healthy. I'm eighty one kilograms now, that's quite good for me. Right. Um I'm the, I'm on the, the decline into My weight's on the decline, rather. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But, yeah, I I regret having the McDonald's. Why would I do it? The good thing is, though, when you eat these things and you regret it, you remember that. You remember that. And uh, I'll remember this until at least another two or three days. We've got a story this week from Anna (laughs) from Costa Rica and Daniel from Spain. Hello, Chris and Pete. I just got back from my second trip to Japan. My friend and I did the Shimanami Kaido Cycle. Over a couple of days on e-bikes, highly recommend it for anyone out of shape. We also, went, uh, we also spent time in Osaka, Nara, Kobe, Himeji, Takayama, Tokyo. I noticed that for the most part, everyone was very polite, nodding at us as uh, a greeting or acknowledgement. And in many cases, very interested in learning more about us and our visit to Japan. A lady we met on the side of the road in Inoshima gave us fruit from her citrus tree. And cheered us on. In Himeji, a restaurant owner oh. posted a picture of us on Twitter as their first foreign customers. The exception, exception, sorry, seemed to be in Tokyo. No one made eye contact with anyone else. I saw two girls fall over in different locations, and people just walked on by. What the hell? While each girl profusely apologized for inconvenience others by falling, it left me wanting to spend less time in Tokyo and more time in other prefectures. Do you think this is different? Uh, do you think this difference might be related? Related To Covid, since the people we spoke to outside of Tokyo hadn't seen any foreigners in a while, or is Tokyo really that different culturally from Ooh. the rest of Japan? Uh, Anna from Costa Rica, Daniel from Spain. Um, hope you have a good, lovely time, guys. That is quite the itinerary. And yes, look, I would say Tokyo, while everything goes on in Tokyo, all your friends are there, everyone has to go through it. All the good stuff always happens not in Tokyo. Uh, Osaka, Nara, Corbett, like all these places. I could think of so many great experiences. Even though I've been to like Corbett once or twice or Takayama three times, I can remember those experiences really well because lots of great things happened there. Like locals. Yeah. Uh, I remember like. Having a almost a date with this girl in Corby that I met in a bar once that was fun, and a date with a girl I met in Osaka, and it's just dating girls I met in these places many years ago. <laughs> my I add we're talking like fucking almost a decade ago when I was a young, mm. a fit young man and the world was at my feet, not anymore. And um, like there's there's all sorts of good stuff, and it always happens outside of Tokyo. Um, people are, are known in Tokyo for being a bit more sort of cold and sort of. But um, you know they're not that bad. It's not as bad as people
1: make out. But
0: compared to somewhere sounds like Osaka, like, where people literally sounds approach
1: like you, Corbett. you what sounds like Corbe stands for Kiss on boobies. Pete Donaldson's back. K O B E. Donaldson's back. Thank you. Back in the room, guys. I'm glad kiss he didn't say that. I've
0: only really made one video in Corbe, and Pete Donaldson was in it. <laughs> and thank fuck he <laughs> didn't say in that in the video.
1: We were in the. Why were we in? I can't recall. There's that big kind of square in Corbe where there's that big ship. Shaped hotel. It's not a ship. Yeah, it looks like a big yes. cruise ship, but it's a hotel. And we were sat, and we were, and we were doing a piece to camera. But I can't remember why we were doing a piece to camera. It, it must have been the Wagyu stick uh, episode. But I can't remember what why we were outside a ten, um, Ten, Starbucks or whatever, uh, drinking coffees and just sort of staring into the camera. I can't remember why we were doing that. That was the opening
0: of the video, Pete. That was the first, like, two minutes of the video. We were like, we need to film somewhere... Like, whenever you film a video, you always try and film somewhere that, you know, looks like the place, right? And for Corby, we picked, I think, Corby Tower or Corby Park and... Right. Yeah, I remember you found something really weird in the toilet and you were like, I found some artwork on the toilet wall. It was funny. I remember that vaguely. I haven't watched that video in a long time. Um, (laughs) It was fun though. I enjoyed that video. I remember when we were trying to film that, walking down the streets of Corbett and every restaurant's like, Kobe beef, it's here, it's here. A thousand yen And it's like That's not Kobe beef That's just beef That's in Kobe (laughs) You sneaky fuckers There's always people Getting (laughs) scammed in Kobe There's a lot of that Yeah you got to do your homework got to do your homework (laughs) Go to where Pete and I went I don't remember what it was called I think it's in the link Of the video But it was very Mm. Very good indeed Um, Yeah But yeah no Not COVID Just Tokyo But enjoy your trip, Anna. Enjoy your trip, Daniel. Uh, And, um, yeah, well done on doing literally the best itinerary ever. Sounds really good. Uh, What's
1: going (laughs) on, though, in Japan this week? Mr. Donaldson, what is the news of the week? Oh, well, you know me. Indeed. I'm a city guy. I like to get from point A to point B as quick as possible. And at the end, I want to have a big coffee. uh, Because I'm a city guy, (laughs) doing city things. Um, But uh, Nagoya... (laughs) Your your friend and mine Nagoya. Your favourite uh, part of Japan, Chris. Oh, I like it now. Um, I drove through it like oh, you a, well, like it a now. true heel turn on Nagoya, or rather, yeah. a um, Nagoya is going to be banning people from walking or running on escalators. Walking, <laughs> banned on walking. What? The yeah. F- so, no. so, so um, yeah, it's going to be the first major urban area to pass on uh, ordinance that bans walking or running on escalators at train stations and retail establishments. Basically saying, if you want to run down the fucking escalators, if you want to do whatever you want to do, quickly, <laughs> move to Tokyo. Nagoya... <laughs> It's fucking chill, baby. Uh, It's, yeah, the move is uh, aimed at preventing mishaps on escalators, especially with the greying of the population and the planned holding of the uh, Asian Games here in 2026. That's what I like about Japan. They're not scared about, you know, uh, the the, the economy. They're not scared about (laughs) uh, the impending rising sea levels. They're not scared about climate change or, I don't know, terrorism. They're scared about people falling down escalators in a games that's going to happen in four years' time. It's, <laughs> it's stuff. Jesus. No. Nagoya City government officials have said that no penalties will be imposed on those who choose not to stand still on escalators, uh, but they are considering obligating those who operate escalators to spread awareness of the ordinance as well as to uh, distribute posters and stickers with that objective in mind. It's a sort of kind of like dire- direction that probably would work in Japan quite uniquely compared to everywhere else. Mm. Because, like, people do kind of have a holistic uh, kind of feeling to do the right thing, to do the acceptable thing. So there's a lot of, like, shame, embarrassment in the culture. So maybe a government uh, initiative like this might work in uh, the industrial town of Nagoya.
0: It just seems a bit excessive, does it not? I mean... I don't know it just seems a bit controlling but then you know Japan's a bit like that like uh, students in schools have to have their hair dye well have to have their hair black they can't change the color and they have to wear certain uniforms and I I don't know it feels like one step too far Uh, but you know it feels like there's some sort of ulterior motive do they really care that much about the elderly here? because if they did they would take their uh. drivers license away there i 12 <laughs> i mean there was someone i think there were 95 and they ran over and killed her, about five people in fukushima city 2 days ago right um and it's just so elderly drivers there's so much chaos on the roads at the moment
1: yeah take, but that's, a, that's the thing isn't it like, the, like take their the the with a lot of uh, countries around the world uh the the elderlies the elderlies the, you know the elderly vote still counts so you'll vote for a certain thing because it protects your interests. True, but, true. uh it, it, it's But all of this stuff affects people who aren't elderly, effectively, isn't it? So a lot of these kind of things are going, don't do that cause you might hurt an elderly person, and oh. they are our base. <laughs>
0: well, it's like 125 the- Nagoya residents, right, taken a hospital due to accidents. Do, yeah. Do, the population of Nagoya, I think it's something like, I'm going to say like, Five million
1: plus, maybe? Yeah. Might be bigger than that. And, and are all of these are all of these accidents even kind of related to people running up and down escalators, really? It's
0: probably someone fucking spilling their Coolish all down the escalator. Because <laughs> it's stupid <laughs> fucking Coolish. Last time I had a Coolish ice cream, right, I opened it. It had melted in the sun. I opened it. It literally exploded all over my seat, all the, over the steering wheel, all over my face. Cool. Uh, they cool. should be banned. They should be
1: banned outright. Like a cool. Sounds like a cool, exciting snack. You never know what's going to happen. Cool, exciting. Kick <laughs> well, like a skateboard. fucking plastic explosive. Awful, awful.
0: <laughs> I mean, 100, like, yeah, 125 residents in hospital. Five million people mm. probably walking around the city on any given day, riding around escalators. That's a pretty good yeah. statistic, is it not? Like to enforce <laughs> a sweeping rule like that on such small numbers, it does feel mm. a little bit silly. Does it not? <laughs> does it not,
1: Pete? It does a little Help bit. Help me out It eh? does a little bit.
0: That's right. It does a little bit. That's right. Too many rules. Too many rules, Pete. <laughs> we need less rules, more freedom. Yeah, what's...
1: <laughs> I don't know. But anyway... Just a man in the room saying we need more... We need, need uh, fewer rules well, and more I was, freedom. Uh, I did a... I did a... <laughs> I actually, I just got back from this
0: wacky weekend trip with Connor filming all sorts of yeah. stuff in Kyushu, and on. I'd like
1: of, to impose more rules on that. Actually, <laughs> oh, Well,
0: on you one of the nights, free. Connor did a Twitch. IRL stream, right? In real life stream round Fooker Walker. Yep. We had a lot of fun actually and one of the bars we found was an airsoft gun bar where you can order they your drinks that. and you get
1: a big booklet filled with like 50 guns and you're like... I think I might have gone to that one in Fooker Walker, actually. I yeah? mean, there's loads of them a around few, yeah. I think Fooker Yeah. It's like... This is really There's good. the main bit of the bar and then they've just got round the corner and they've just got this big long kind of shooting gallery. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty surreal because
0: we sort of walked in we're like, oh, uh Namabiru, like one draught beer, on a Nama Namabiru and OK uh, 47 kudasai, M16 carbine, M4 carbine, on a mass. They love airsoft out there, and he can't figure it out. Connor got the grenade launcher, and it was like $50 a shot, because Connor's this Muffet, <laughs> and he fired it, and it was like a firecracker, and like 500 fucking BBs flew out across the bar, and uh, <laughs> that, that's what freedom is. Firing an airsoft gun, drinking hands, airsoft gun in the other, shooting up a target. That's freedom. I don't know how it got from people falling down the escalator to firing guns in Fukuoka. But yeah. that's what everyone in Nagoya should get, a free airsoft gun. And they can shoot people with it who get in their way. That's what I'd enforce. Well, That's my rule.
1: What if you catch an elderly person? What if you catch an elderly person in the eye? I mean, in their glaucoma eye. Well, then that'll make them Monkey Busters, wouldn't it? The uh, <laughs> I, I wish Monkey Busters.
0: That was the greatest news story we've had in four years of doing the podcast, and they never. That was it. They sort of disappeared, Monkey Busters. Yeah. Do you think I could do a documentary on it? The, what was it like? Five elderly women in Fukui Prefecture who had monkeys invading their fruit farm. They got airsoft yeah. guns and fought the monkeys away and shot the monkeys with BB pellets, which is you know far safer than a rifle or whatever. Um, I think that's a documentary. That's a Lebron Japan original. I think- <laughs>
1: Well, it's sort of like it's like my life because uh, uh, I feel my dog uh, Buckley, who died a while ago, I've talked about it before. Uh, he used to run around the garden chasing the birds away from the garden. So now, bird busters, the the, the dog man of the house isn't there. I feel duty bound to continue his fine work. <laughs> With a machine, shout, throw rocks at the birds because I just think it's you know I, I think it's nice to continue the tradition <laughs> of not allowing <laughs> birds to shit all over the garden. Throw rocks at the birds like <laughs> Buckley
0: would have done. I, I, exactly. I
1: swear.
0: I know I think Monkey Busters could be birds. like a fucking good documentary though. Like
1: Justice we, we've in the hands all the monkeys, of the monkeys. They haven't come back. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, sayonara. Saru, <laughs> 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 It'd be so good. Cuz Saru means monkey. What's right?
1: Japanese for the word What's the word in Japanese for monkey? Saru. Saru. Yeah. Ah. So,
0: Sayonara Saru.
1: It'd be like goodbye I monkeys. Know, <laughs> goodbye. Is.
0: there's a place in Fukuya <laughs> where the women don't take shit <laughs>
1: that'll
0: be well good yeah. I'm gonna do that that's,
1: that's your solution to everything ma'am shooting <laughs> shooting stuff I don't want a cup of tea with airsoft pellets in rubbish <laughs> that'll be well good I'm
0: gonna do that I'll do that next year if they still yeah. exist or if they're still alive because that was like four years ago now <laughs> hopefully they are long live monkey busters we'll be yeah. back in just a moment guys. with your stories yeah. comments and questions in the fax machine
1: and we're back. What have we got this week in the fax machine for our listeners? Mr. Dolson. We've got a message for um, the other American, Jake. Mm. Uh, hello, Poverty, Representative Pete and Colonial Chris. <laughs> colonial Chris? Uh, name... well, well, we're Godiners. from the same country, Godiners. Donaldson and I. He's yeah, as colonial like as I him. am, if not more so. Man. Uh, my name is Jake from the state of West Virginia. I'll admit that I'm a little bit embarrassed when these new tourists are on the train and doing nothing but basically screaming while talking to their friends and whatnot. What experiences, if any, do you have in the past two years when you were actually embarrassed for other foreigners who came to Japan and made absolute fools of themselves, the other American Jake? Um, the story we heard uh, last show was with that man um, uh, just firing off, uh, um, what do you call it, fireworks mm, on the Shibuya Scramble spirit, Crossing. Yeah. Um, I, whenever anything stupid like that happens, I do sort of look at go, See, home, home radicalised. Oh, I oh, do gosh. sort of go when it's not when it's not a guiding, I do go, good. <laughs> good. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. not adding to the issues. I'm um,
0: <laughs> I'm working on a video at the moment about things I hate in Japan, and one of them is the Mario Kart thing in Tokyo, yes. where people
1: can. It's back, isn't it? In it's um...
0: back. It's called yeah, Street Car. It, it Used really. to be called Marikart Kart. They got sued yes. to. Buggery by Buggery. Nintendo, I think five hundred thousand dollars because you know it's called Mary Kart and yeah. uh, and the the people were dressed up like Luigi when they ran over like, fucking half the street and crashed into places and indeed they did crash yeah. into my favourite fish and chip shop in Roppongi, uh, Malins, good fish and chip
1: shop. They crashed just, into it, but that's the thing. I don't understand why. I don't understand why they're allowed to do it when. Again, the Japanese are so risk averse. They don't need any excuse to limit the uh, um, uh, liberties of foreigners. How are they allowing this? Like, why is the, the allowing know. a allowing a tiny little go kart to hammer around a road? It I just think, seems absolutely insane.
0: You know, it sounds like fun, doesn't it? The idea of going around Tokyo on a go kart, having you know, wind in your hair and whatnot. But it's Tokyo is fucking insane to drive through speaking from experience driving mm. a car it's not a city you want to drive through let alone yeah. on a go kart on the floor basically going around in between lorries and trucks in the busiest city on earth it's just not fun And well it probably is fun no. but like it's just not safe and it's only a matter oh. of time before something happens again and the, in my video what I sort of say is the reason I don't like them is not only are they dangerous but um, I, I don't think people are prepared to, to drive through Tokyo necessarily, but also the only yeah. people that do it are foreigners, right? And so, you know, there's this horrible sort of moment where you're like walking through a nice, quiet place in Tokyo and all of a sudden you hear, and then like 26 mm. uh, or seven fucking go-karts come past with foreigners dressed like cheap Mario or Luigi because they, now they can't have licensed clothing. They have to wear like weird like rip-off uh, versions of the, the Mario cast and you know it's just not fun it's loud it's annoying yeah. something's gonna go wrong and uh, yeah not a fan of it so that's that's the main mm. time that I don't like foreigners in Japan and um, there's, there's so many better ways to see Tokyo I'm thinking bicycle you know see the city at a much more pleasant pace you know <laughs> anyway, I feel like an old man Ranting about this <laughs> You're <be> having fun <laughs> uh, Should be having fun The, the young folks are Fucking Building a chimney I don't know But anyway Fucking Mario Kart Pete Dawson's gonna do it now To spite me when he comes over He's gonna I might, yeah. Drive well, I've got, around I've got a
1: driving licence now I can No, oh, He's gonna do it
0: <laughs> And I'm gonna have to kill him
1: yeah. we got one F- My Chris- car is always My car is already like a go-kart oh. my, F- my Fiat I was going to say my FIFA 500, my Fiat 500. So welcome, Fever. Go welcome, Fever. (laughs) The FIFA 500. (laughs) Hello, Chris and Pete.
0: I was wondering if Chris would maybe come up with different names for his videos if he didn't have to appease the YouTube algorithm. Are there any videos that he has already done that he was dying to name something else, but the machine doesn't allow for it? Thank you very kindly. Sylvia from Ottawa, Canada. Yes, Sylvia. I despise the algorithm. Honestly, I would call, like... uh, Journey Across Japan, I'll just call it Journey Across Japan Escaped Paradise would be the title of the video, right? As mm. opposed to, I rented a boat in Okinawa, wherever <laughs> it was. <laughs> I rented a nice boat, $800,000 boat, wherever it was. Even though it only cost like well, $1,000 a nice, to a nice bit
1: of branding. Nice bit of branding, the whole
0: escape yeah. Or wacky weekend. I'd be like, wacky weekend Kyushu edition. But you can't do that. Yeah. And I, you know, I get lectured, I get people angrily, you know, people that like everyone in Japan saying, crush, I hate you and your clickbait titles. Don't hate me. Mm. Hate the game. Hate the YouTube algorithm. I don't like doing yeah. it. I have to do it. It's as simple as that. The reason the third episode of the Journey Across Japan 4 series bombed in Okinawa is because it was called something like, I hurt myself in Okinawa. I didn't do anything clickbaity. The first video was clickbait. It it won. It got like 1.5, 1.6 million views. And in fact, Mm. my first Okinawa video four or five years ago, it was called something like 48 hours in Okinawa. And it did really badly because no one, unfortunately, gives a toss about Okinawa inherently. Um, you just doesn't get the click throughs. So by calling it, Something like, I rented Japan's $800,000 boat. We got the click-through rate. People watched the video, and people saw that Okinawa was cool. So, you know, as long as I get people through the door, it's it's like making a shop front that is slightly misleading or slightly too yes. shiny on the front. Uh, free beer. Free. Oh, come on, free beer. <laughs> and then you come inside, and you get a free beer, but you've got to have one of my omelettes. Uh, you've got to eat my omelette. Now my uh, omelet's not
1: very good. It took a took a weird turn. Yeah. It took
0: a weird analogy. So you, <laughs> well, well, all right, how,
1: how would you finish that analogy? Weird omelet. How would you, you finish it? It's a speakeasy. Come in and buy a pet, and then you know downstairs it's. Uh, Down the stairs, it's a speakeasy. (laughs) Selling the very best liquor. (laughs) Omelettes, Pete, omelettes.
0: We've got one here from Brian, who says, Hello, Adonis Chris, an English Pete. From where I'm from, uh, when having sushi or sashimi, most locals put a dollop of wasabi in either the corner of the soy sauce, saucer uh, or mix the wasabi thoroughly in the soy sauce. The sushi Mm. sashimi is then dipped into said saucer. Is this considered rude in Japan, when Japanese chefs look at me in disdain if I didn't conform? Cheers, guys.
1: Brian, what do you think? Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, because again, like, it depends on if it's good, um, proper, um, wasabi, because a lot of them is just, um, food colouring in, um, horseradish, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah I I um I'm I I'm I would say that they'd probably say that the d- not mixing it is the thing to do just do what you want though. like no one really cares again so that we're going back to uh, an email we had last time just nobody cares don't worry nobody cares unless you're cares. fucking spilling it all over the floor or, or ordering too much food <laughs> be, and then leaving a lord like no one's going to be offended if you sort of mix a bit of wasabi and a bit of soy sauce do what you want you'd be cares. such a shit santa
0: santa i want to get a bicycle do what you, do what you fucking <laughs> want
1: Fire <laughs> off do what on, mate. Get Do what off my knee. Yeah. My knee fucking hurts. Have, oh. I been, have I been good? Have I been bad? I don't care. Do what you want. <laughs> have I been good or bad? <laughs> Fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> I,
0: honestly, um, yeah. the only time anyone would care would probably be at Jiro Sushi. You know, the three Michelin star restaurant that's yeah, in the documentary. Okay, yeah. Overrated. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, like sushi restaurants where the chef is super duper controlling, like over the fish and the way it's prepared and presented, mm. they would care like going to a restaurant, because they usually dab on the soy sauce with a brush on a thin sort of layer across the top of the fish and the wasabi's tucked underneath the slice of fish. And they would probably wince a bit if you were like, wasabi, yeah, and just chuck a load of crap. But for the most part, in most sushi restaurants, yeah, you would get some soy sauce. You would dip a little bit wasabi and maybe and uh, tip the sushi upside down, off you go. Just remember the one rule, golden rule, the only thing you need to remember when you go to a sushi restaurant, do not dip the rice into the soy sauce. That is the worst thing. Japanese TV, I can't remember if I said this, when um, foreigners came back to Japan, uh, like a few sort of, what, was a month ago now, two months, whatever it was, mm. when foreigners came back, one of the first... TV shows I saw was like foreigners back in Japan, Sugoi. But look, they can't eat sushi. And it was a it was a shot of two I think uh, white Western folks sitting at a sushi restaurant, Mm. and one of them, I picked up the sushi, stuck it in the 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 soy sauce with the wasabi rice down, and I just left it there for five minutes until the rice had sort of soaked all the soy sauce through, and it was crumbling apart. And there was a shot of like ten people in the studio losing their fucking minds. It's like,
1: Bleh! like actually fair, having a they, stroke. They had made an absolute shit state of that. So like the rice was in bits, like It was then, awful. But as was, as soon as you start to lose whole integrity of the sticky rice, you fucked. Absolutely you are. just leave it. You are. Throw it on the floor. Just go, I'm sorry, I cannot deal with this. I'm hitting the control <laughs> delete. I'm restarting
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Give me man. Some more sushi. I did, a, I did a video with Ryota over the first time in a while the other day, and it was a video at uh, Sushi Restaurant, one of Japan's biggest sushi restaurant chains, and we had to eat all the sushi on the menu, and I felt so damn awful. Heavy. It's so right. heavy, honestly. Nobody deserves to eat that much rice. People forget that sushi's not... <laughs> fish it's rice right sushi is like the rice it's called shadi the the rice and there's a little bit of fish on top but it's basically just vinegar rice and i (laughs) ate that for an hour and then i like i had to keep going for another 30 40 minutes and i was literally like trying not to pass out from the (laughs) astonishing blood sugar rush it was like smoking some sort of unsavory drug which i won't name yeah weed but it it was like it was honestly like drugs it was really bizarre and um yeah, all the staff are watching me as we were filming it, and it was very uncomfortable.
1: Good yeah. video, good video of that. No, look. Quality but did, content. But you didn't absolutely destroy the rice. That's the main thing. You didn't absolutely ruin the I rice. Did not. It didn't fall a bit in your hands so I absolutely
0: good. did not. And if you're wondering how to eat sushi in Japan, guys, check out my video called What It's Like to Run a Sushi Red No, sorry, what it's like to own a sushi <laughs> restaurant from two years called ago. Get it
1: in your gob. Yeah.
0: It's, it's it. called Get It In Your Gob. It's a good video of that. Go. There, we interviewed the chef <laughs> and he sort of talks about like what he thinks is the best way to eat sushi how not to eat sushi Mm. and uh, that was a really good video really proud of that one go and check it out and you'll learn all you need to know about the world of sushi as well as the one coming out very soon with Ryota and I stuffing our faces but for now guys keep the stories questions comments coming in to podcast at gmail.com we'll be back later in the week to do it all over again but for now no matter where you might be out in the big wide world of yourself for a few days and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Podcast. bye for now
1: Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.